Yo, Daddy O. What is going on? Oh my lordy, it's been like since what? Like pit, like GSPF last like whoever nineteen. Seemingly forever ago. Oh my lord. Because California Extreme's after GSPF, right? So it's definitely. Oh yeah, they're California oh yeah. Extreme so like right? okay, so it's been like a year and change. It's not quite as long, but still, I forgot. <laughs> so. How so, Kyle, baby? How how are you and Eska like in South Carolina living? You know, it's uh, it's unexpected. I, I had a I had some medium expectations, and they've been exceeded across the board. Really? Yeah. You, you know, the only thing I can't get over uh, is just the heat. Yet, that's <laughs> the only thing. <laughs> that's a living in the Bay Area, going out there. That's got to be huge. Yeah, man. The uh, I mean, technically, you know, I've seen these reports like Oakland is like the most temperate place in the entire country. Exactly right. right. The spread in temperature is like 20 degrees. <laughs> and here, you know, you wake up and it's like I'm leaving for work at 820 and it's 90 degrees outside. Oh, <laughs> oh my lordy. Oh, my lordy. But it ain't burning up like everything around here. Yeah, man, that's, that's so sad. I, I'm super bummed out about all that. Oh, it's. I had uh, my uh, uh, couple, their 20 year old daughter and her boyfriend, plus four cars and their dog hold up here for like four days coming down from Santa Cruz because they were like getting smoked out. I mean, it was worse than like Beijing in the middle of summer or whatever, you know? Yeah, I, you know, I, I feel bad. I haven't called. I've talked to my aunt and uncle who live in Santa Cruz, but I haven't, like, called and asked what was going on. But, yeah, you know, I mean, I guess it, it did make me feel good to hear that they were able to save a lot of those redwoods, though. Yeah, oh, yeah, the redwoods are going to be fine. It's all the you buildings know, like, and the people and stuff. So lucky to be alive at the same time that some of those crazy redwood trees exist. You know what I mean? Oh, it's no like, doubt. No doubt. Some of them. During yeah, the centuries, those things are supposed to burn down. And exactly. So got to see them, you know? They're supposed to have a little fire, give them a little something, something. Uh-huh. All right, baby. So, um, the, I know you're not a big, big, big pinsider dude, but there, there was one pinsider dude that had some great questions and stuff. First of all, the big question is, how'd you start doing pinball repairs and getting started in pinball and all that kind of stuff? How, okay. what, what was your start? For me, it was getting, uh, okay, I was 18 or so, and I was riding my bike somewhere, and I was downtown in the town I grew up in, and uh, there's a pinball machine outside, and I'd always loved pinball, but, you know, oh. it was never an obsession. You know, I always right. spent a lot of time riding around and checking out games, right? But I rode by this bar, and there was a creature from the Black Lagoon. Oh, my. Outside. Yeah. Uh, 
That's... Uh, I was lucky though because some of the people that taught me uh, I grew up in the same city where Cliff Rainier, you know, Cliffy, uh-huh. um, where he lives and uh, not very far from Steve Charlin. So oh, there you go. Oh, RIP, Steve. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Gosh, it doesn't, it feels like it was so long ago, but it wasn't. Exactly. Yeah. Everything feels like it's been so long ago, I know. I know, jeez. Yeah, but, you know, shout out to the old uh, RGP days. Uh, so you learn from the best as a young lad, baby. Yeah, man. No doubt. You were learning from the like the old school dudes like as a young lad. That's pretty killer. Dude, I got in trouble at my job for printing out every single page of Clay Harrell's <laughs> Oh my, that's so killer, baby. That is so killer. Right on. So you started doing like repairs for a living or whatever eventually or what? Yeah, yeah. So I got sick of my job. Um, what, wanted, what was the know, real job you? What was the real uh-huh. job you got sick of? <laughs> um, motorcycles. I worked at the BMW motorcycle dealership in San Francisco, which oh. was an awesome job. You yeah. Know, past life was restoring and doing old stuff with BMW motorcycles. Oh, but, there um, you go, baby. But working at so, the the dealer shop's got to be kind of a grind. you love Mike? Mike is the best, ain't he? He is the serious best. I'm real lucky to meet a lot of best, you know? Oh, no doubt. Yeah, I mean, you're like, you're like meeting all the like old school, like gods of pinball. Like Mike, he does, doesn't he do like, like exploratorium displays and stuff like that? Yeah, that was his, that was his real job. Yeah, see, I mean, you're, you're meeting some, like, you're getting in on the, like, some dudes here, baby. <laughs> some real old school dudes. And that was fun because you get a different perspective on the, you know, what then was just a hobby, but, you know, learning from people who appreciate different things, right? Uh-huh. Like, Mike is so into the art. No doubt. Everyone should be into the art. The art is the best part of pinball, right? But it's like, huge. And also being exposed to hundreds of, like, 60s and 70s games really... You know, that, that's where my love is now. Yes. The old stuff. There you go, baby. Well, I mean, doing so much with so little. I mean, I mean, now it's all you just program the computer. It's all about the what do they call the code or whatever, you know. But <laughs> back then, the code. the code was like hard wire in the dang machine. Yes, no, no, yes, yes, no, 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 yes, no. You know what I mean? And it's amazing. It's, and, you know, it's just crazy that those things work, right? Exactly. It really impresses me. It's like you know, no, no. Um, Nothing to take away from the amazing design teams that put these things together now, right? Right. You know, the dude that, like, penned out the play field, you know, like Steve Kordak, not only his own play fields, right? But he was also the electromechanical engineer. He had to figure out how to make all of the features work and, you know, come up with the rules and stuff like that. And it's just like, 
so much appreciation for those. Unbelievable. Balls. Steve Kordek, if they had like a, a, a Mount Rushmore, you know, for pinball gods, <laughs> that dude would be front and center. Inventor right. of the drop target. I mean, pre- pretty much every EM that I love to death, you look it up. Oh, yeah, this is Steve Kordek. Oh, look at that. It's Steve Kordek. I mean... I mean I- Go ahead. He is, he is probably the most prolific pinball designer of all time. I mean, you know, him and Wayne Nyan. Exactly. But, you know, Wayne Nyan's, anyway, I'm, you know, we won't get into that. That's a whole other thing. But <laughs> yeah. Steve Kordek is like, oh, oh, my God. You just look at it. It's like the unbelievable genius and stuff of this stuff. Like, you know, what they call code now is basically the rules of the game. And Steve was making so much out of what he had to work with in those days. You're like, like it's the classic push it again push it again oh my god I was so close kind of thing yeah yeah you, you just want to come back every time it's, it's, it's like amazing so the next one they, they won really went so I want to know this how did you like I know you were helping out with Marco with stuff at shows and stuff so how is that basically how you like got hooked up with Marco yeah, or what pretty much um, you know at that time I was working full time for Chris Coons uh-huh. pinball pirate I'm going to win a uh, which we'll call it an advertisement there for him. Chris is amazing. The dude's like the smartest. Oh, and guy. <laughs> sorry, just as a little sidebar here, the dude down in Santa Maria, what's his name? The uh, Gary that runs Coin Op Amusements, and he was getting oh, yeah. yeah, and he was getting out of pinball. And my buddy kept telling me like a year ago, he's like, dude, he's getting out of pinball. You got to go down there and talk to him. I'm like whatever, because this guy is a kind of a blowhard, and I was kind of ignoring him. And then you know Jim Bovenzi over you know old school yeah yeah. and he tells me he's going down and he knows Gary he's like oh I'm going down there to talk to him so why don't you go with me and I get down there and sure enough I get down there Pinball Pirate and uh, who else what's his name from Sean uh, San Francisco Pinball Dude Sean Dosini. Yeah, there you go. Those guys went down there with like a couple trailers and cleaned him out. They both got like 50 machines or some ridiculous thing. Wow. I go down there. The only thing I got out of it was that catacomb. That was the only thing that was left. Hey, that's cool, though. Yeah, I got that anyway. So anyway, go ahead, baby. So you were working for Pinball Pirate. Yep, yeah. I was working with uh, Chris at Pinball Pirate. And um, yeah, I was helping Marco out at shows and stuff. Um, You know, and then California Extreme and what, I guess... GSP last year. I, yeah, you were helping the GSPF last year, right? That's just what I thought. That too, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, they flew me around to some shows. Um, oh. I, I was going around. You know, they wanted to check your action out, huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whining and dining, I guess. There you go, baby. <laughs> we, they, you know, they just, they offered me a job. They were like, hey, we want some more internal pinball knowledge, pinball yes. know-how, and that will help us, you know, expand our product range um, and help with the website. And, That's uh, killer. After some deliberating, you know, it, it was tough, you know. Yeah, I mean, moving um, from the Bay Area to South Carolina is like huge, baby. And you just got married at the same time, too, didn't you, basically? What, sorry, Broke up just I mean, you there. got married pretty close to the time you moved, too, didn't you? Yeah, just like, I mean, it was basically a year before we had, uh, me and my wife. So uh, you guys were like, uh, oh, my lordy, that's huge. Well, and the thing, we just bought a house. Also. Hold so on. Kind of like, you know, it was like one, two, three. And then it was like, hey, we're going to offer you this job. <laughs> and you need to move across the country. <laughs> like, Damn, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but, 
you know, it, it, yeah, you know, I, it was a little bit of deciding, but it was worth it, man. It's just, it's incredible to be able to try to support this organization. Yes. Um, and to kind of bring it up into this the decade of this century, you know. It's- mm-hmm. No, I, I think it's a beautiful thing, and I mean that's a huge like decision. I mean, so you probably obviously got a little bit more for your money for a house out there, then, huh? Oh gosh, yeah. <laughs> uh, everything is way cheaper out here, but you know what? It's a full life experience too, because I, I grew up in the Bay Area. I lived there my entire life. No doubt. Making such a massive oh god uh, life change, and, you know, it's just another experience, and I really like it here. It's, That's uh, great, it's baby. Different, but 